Hello, my Intimate Factor family, and welcome, where we learn to grow and love together. We are in this journey of love and life like we've never known it before. I'm Stephanie Smith, and I'm here with you today. Hello, my Intimate Factor family. I know it's been a while since I have been on and I've done a recording. I have been working on some things. I keep saying I'm going to reveal this big project, but just to give you a sneak peek, Intimate Factor will be going on to um, YouTube as of January. So it will start off with just audio. I am working on some, um, I'm getting some things together for video and um, I really would like to bring on some guests who have walked this love walk for a very long time. So just to let you know in January, if you watch for the YouTube channel, I will be posting it and letting everybody know when it is released. So um, that's kind of the big project. Also, as of Jan, uh, I believe I'm doing this in February of next year, I am will be releasing um, Intimate Factor into iTunes podcast. Yay! And as well as on iHeart. So we will be on many streams, um, being able to reach the world about love and God and learning how to be intimate in a place where we never thought we could. So um, I thank you guys for being on this journey with me, every single person that has been there from the beginning. And even those who are just hearing this today, I welcome you to this journey. We truly are working out this journey together. Um, I'm sharing my testimonies as well as the word of God um, through the Bible. And then also um, just sharing some life life things that we go through because one thing that sometimes is not talked about in the church or even in the world and in many different places you know we we do say oh the church doesn't talk about it but what about just in our general lives so um I have a doozy for you guys today so I need you to hang in there because um we're going to be talking about something very very important um at least to me and it's something that I am very passionate about and I have even found myself in and um So we're going to go through that today. So hang on there. Okay. So how many of you out there settle? Or the word I'm going to use for today's purpose is compromise. Now, we're always told to compromise. Like in our marriage, you know, once you get married, you do. There is a level of compromise because you you just can't have it your way anymore. Um, You have to... You know, you have to just kind of agree to disagree. This is our difference. This is our differences. And it's those differences that make our marriage great. So um, it takes a minute to learn that. But in true and truly, you know, if I'm speaking to any of those who are engaged or even if you've been married 20 years and and you still kind of have that streak of I want to have it my way. Well, no, you can't. You just can't. Sorry. So actually, I'm not sorry. So it's kind of like a sorry, not sorry. Yeah. So but we have to compromise. That's a good compromise. Compromising for peace in, in a sense of not allowing ourselves abuse, but compromising that I don't necessarily have to have the bed sheets a certain way when you know he gets out of the bed and he messes everything up and he does it his way. You know, at least the bed's made. Some days you just got to go with that. <laughs> you know, uh, he took the effort to make the bed or she took the effort to um, mow the grass because you're working long, long hours. And even though she may have not gotten it right and she doesn't know how to use a weed whacker, um, 
you know, compromising in criticism and being more encouraging in that time. The compromise I'm talking about is our compromise to do what everybody else is doing. Now, sometimes we don't even realize when we're compromising and I'll share myself. Um, I got married and I was not, I love movies, love movies. My husband and I would go to the movies every week if, if we could. Um, and there was a season where we did and I just love movies. Even like there were movies. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to watch this. Like, yeah, let's check it out. So checked it out. Some of them were all right. Some of them were like, yeah, we wasted our money. (laughs) You know, um, others, we just, we knew we couldn't see. So, um, but there were times that I would compromise because, okay, let me back up a little bit. I cannot, I used to curse like a sailor. And I'll be, I'm going to be very transparent. Even when I get really angry, I still let one slip. I'm not perfect. But God is working on me and it has gotten better. Now I get this whole conviction about it and I have to repent, um, which I didn't before. So now as I go forward and I'm watching movies with my husband, you know, there's sometimes I really compromise. I don't like cursing. I don't. Now, when I'm around family members, there's almost a grace there because they're family. And because of who I am, they're like, oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't. But at least they know that if they do slip up or they do curse, that I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm a Christian and you shouldn't curse around me. Yeah, I'm not that kind of person. So the thing is, I've allowed myself to compromise. And God dealt with me about this the other day. I've allowed myself to compromise my eye gates and my ear gates for my husband. And I was like, ooh. Because I, I, there is a um, YouTuber I really like watching. And he puts on some pretty freaky stuff. And I'm not talking about like sexual freaky. I'm talking about kind of like um, thriller, scary freaky. And, you know, he loves God. And he he reaches out to the kids. And I, I actually got hooked on him through my kids. And I was like, I don't, I never found anything wrong watching him, right? It's like every Sunday he, well, almost, well, anyway, so he had this thing called Spooky Scary Sundays that that I'm not copywriting. That's not mine. It's this guy's. And they were really, really cool, short, little scary flicks. So, and I I love scary movies. So um, I don't like horror movies, like scary movies. So he would put on this thing and I got like I have seen every single one of them from one to, I think we're on 52, 51 or 52. And, um, 51. the other day, as I was watching it, I could almost feel the sense of fear rising in me. And I was like, that's never happened to me before. I'm not, his commentary about it is what it's hilarious and so it's more of a comedy to me than scary but there you know it still has jump scares and still has things in it but it was almost like this fear tried to grip me and I was like god what is that I don't I don't like this feeling I don't like I've never felt this in any of his videos I've never felt this on any kind of short scare I've never felt this in thrillers and here's what happened backing up I compromised when I got married all I had I had two adult movies in my house women thou art loosed and passion of Christ okay 
all I ever watched was kid movies. Now I had kids, but I did that on purpose because my eye gates were important to me. My ear gates and what I heard was important to me. So even when my kids were watching something, I needed to make sure that it was uplifting and encouraging within my house. So now my husband's able to stomach and he doesn't have the same conviction as I do as far as what to watch. Now, there are some things he has convictions on that I can watch and he can't. So, but it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to allow him to compromise in that area. So here it is now. I've allowed, you know, a few, quite a few years later, I've allowed myself this compromise over years. And now I realize how seared, yes, that word seared, I am from it. And so I was able to watch a show and it was just F this, S this, B this. And my husband's looking at me like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And he realized in that moment that um, something had changed. Because he was like, I was, I was really surprised. And I said, I am too, kind of. And then watching this video the other day, when I began to see fear grip me, I'm like, okay, I need to ask God what's going on. Because um, something is different. And so I began to seek God on it. And I began to reach out and, and seek my father and be like, okay, God, what shifted? What changed? What happened? And he said, you compromised. You compromised my voice and you compromised your sight and you allowed other things to be filled rather than my love so i i, I when god says stuff like that to me that see i i don't need a deliverance team but that just that'll roll me on the floor for two days cried every time i thought about it. i still cry when i think about it so i'm just i'm like compromise why do we believe that we need to compromise our hearing of the word of God? And why do we need to compromise? So what if they call you, oh, holy art thou? So what if they come against you at the church or at your job because of what you're doing? Because you want to pray at lunch, you want to read your word at lunch. I remember I got fired for that one time called me antisocial and all I wanted to do was read my word I would I talked to you I sat down and had lunch with you but then I go read my word and so you're you're the holy one you're um funny enough my husband calls me baby Jesus you know um to him it's a compliment to me it's not so but I really thought about that because my number one thing is to have a relationship with God. I don't care what anybody says, including my husband, including my children. I do it so my children understand that there's a God who loves them so unconditionally. And, you know, I do it so my husband even sees that by my obedience to the Lord and not compromising in the Lord, I won't compromise our home or his leadership. So... I really began to research this thing out. I was like, okay, God, compromise. Compromise. Basically, the ability to be able to do something else or to fit in somewhere else. And I really started thinking about it a little bit deeper. And I was like, okay. God, show me throughout a day where I compromise. 
I compromise my words, my sight, my hearing, my thoughts, my heart. Show me where I may even compromise physically. And of course, that opened up a door. So God began to show me my eating habits. And I was like, wow, that could be why my body hurts so much every day. And I deal with this chronic set of pain that just is almost overbearing. And I have a very high tolerance of pain just because I was a klutz as a kid. So here it is. I'm compromising my diet, which is compromising my health. And now it's compromising my purpose. Because I know for a fact that I've seen myself in the backwoods of somewhere helping villages and helping people just people that nobody wants to go to and help them with medical care or help them with something they need you know without asking for anything in return so I know where I'm supposed to be but if I if I'm out of breath just walking down a pair you know few stairs well not like two or three flights of stairs if I'm out of breath I know there's no way I can go and do what God has called me to so then it's like okay I don't work, but there were times where I did compromise on things at work. What did I compromise at my job? Ooh. We compromise our ethics. We compromise how we walk in the word of God. We compromise so much to either keep a job or to let everybody know that you're the one to be liked. You're the Christian that loves everybody. When in fact, everything bothers you and you wish that everything could be run differently. So God put you there to make a change, but because you want to fit in, Jesus, because you want to fit in or because I wanted to fit in, I'll use on myself, but I know I'm not the only one because I want to fit in. I will compromise certain things. So I, now I'm, I'm, you know. Oh, come to Stephanie. She, you know, you could talk to her. And, and in fact, I should have told you to get your butt together, stop sleeping with that guy and keep moving. Or I should have told you, you know what, baby, this may not be the job for you. There's one right around the corner if you just hang in there. Or I should have told you that, um, yeah, stop stealing pens from the, from the doctor's desk. Or I should have told you, you know what, even though you're the CEO and I respect all that you are, this program will not work. And this is why. And I believe that this is a better way to do it. But because... I, I wanted to be liked or because I wanted to fit into my job setting. And sometimes we do it very innocently because it's like, I don't want to cause any ripples. They'll fire me. And so then um, we're living in fear. So that brings up another portion of this. Usually when we compromise, it's because of fear. We will compromise our health our relationships we will compromise our own very self and we'll think it's sacrificial when in fact it's just a compromise because of fear so we have to be very very careful that we're not compromising ourselves for the good of others trying to be self-sacrificial that becomes self-righteous and as you live in self-righteousness then you move into pride as you move into pride, the root of bitterness takes place and pride is hard to move. And now you're like, oh, I did this for so-and-so. Now you tell everybody that you're doing this for so-and-so or vice versa. You are telling everybody about 
what that person didn't do and creating an atmosphere of gossip and toxicity. Here's another thing that we compromise in our love walk. You guys know I was going there. This is the intimate factor. We will compromise our love walk to fit into the church, our lifestyle that we desire rather than the lifestyle that God wants. And it is amazing to me how I have stood back and I have watched what I have compromised. And if I would have stood my ground, I could only imagine where my family would be. I heard, I went back and I was just kind of, you know, when you just read the scriptures, you just want to hear, you just want to hear what God has to say sometimes. He's building that relationship, learning to know him greater. And I came across the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The boys who would not bow. And I really, I was like, okay, yeah, I've read the story before. They wouldn't bow to the God and um, of Nebuchadnezzar. And, and because they didn't bow, um, they were thrown in a furnace. Well, there were a few details that I just never really paid attention to until today. First of all, Nebuchadnezzar didn't make this statue. Though he placed the order out for everyone to worship it, it wasn't his idea. So I was like, oh, okay. This was the these priests and magicians and witches and warlocks and all them, right? So then, all of a sudden, he didn't notice that they didn't bow. He didn't notice, the king did not notice that the Hebrew boys did not bow. <clears throat> Excuse me. He didn't notice. It wasn't until the magicians and the priests of this God came and snitched on these boys and said, you know, them Hebrew boys. Yeah, them Hebrew boys, they're not bowing. So, of course, now here's what's funny. God already knows what's going to happen. Nebuchadnezzar gets upset, gets the boys, brings them in. Why didn't you bow? Oh, basically, I ain't bowing to any God, but our God, the God of Isaac, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Well, why? Well, because he's the only one. But here, in the whole story, this this was a line that really, really got me. And I've heard it over and over. And every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But today just resonated with me because these boys did not compromise their faith. If you throw us in the furnace, our God will protect us. They already knew. But here's, here's the kicker that got me. And if he does not, it does not deter our faith from him. They did not compromise their faith, their life, their belief, or their love for God. They did not move. They were not shaken. And they were not bowing to anything other than God himself. And so when they said, even if he doesn't come, like they already had a belief that he did, but if he doesn't, I'm not bowing anyway. I was like, Lord. And I think 
It wasn't their belief that he was coming. It was their non-compromise that even if he didn't, they would die anyway, but they would only die in the name of the Lord, Yahweh. And I was like, and God showed up and they were unsinged. So I learned even today, I was like, and you know, God's been dealing with me on compromise for a minute. Even today, I was like, Father, what obedience does it take to be so lost in the love of God that I would never compromise? No matter what our government goes through, no matter what is going on in this earth, that I would not compromise for your glory, that I would not worship anything but you. And I'll tell you what I saw men and women of God even if you're not saved I want to sh- I want to share with you that idol is back the idol of Nebuchadnezzar but we call it social media and we compromise our time and our attention to social media now I'm not saying that social media is all bad no that's not it that's not what I'm saying I have reconnected with people for over years. Thank God for social media in that aspect. I've heard some, you know, it's funny because I have a whole def- redefinition of going to the nations because of social media, because we don't necessarily have to set foot back in Africa. We don't have to set foot. I love it though. Um, set foot in Cambodia. We don't have to set foot in Russia because all we have to do is go on Facebook or even if we went into the European social media circuit in we got on there we began to preach the gospel you know I send things to friends in Australia and they post it on their pages and people in Australia are being touched you're going to the nations so it is it is beautiful but what we do and I have even found this even with a younger generation everybody loves to complain about the younger generation but we taught we never taught we many of us have not taught our younger generation how to not compromise with their time how to not compromise with their love, how to not compromise the vision of what they see and what they hear. You know, they're, we think it's cute with all these little TikTok songs, but a lot of these little TikTok dances come from songs that curse a lot. But, oh, our, my son's six years old. He's so cute, even though he's listened to the F word and the B word before he, before he can even turn 10. What are we compromising? What are we compromising in our marriages? What are we compromising for our children? What are we compromising? You know, speaking of children, I've got to hit on this. My children know there are some things I do not compromise on. Halloween being one of them. I do not compromise and I do not allow ourselves to be. um, There are certain things that I do not allow my children to do. Now, they have friends that are allowed to do a lot you know even my baby boy who he's not even a teenager yet there are things that his friends can do that I'm like oh no because the parents compromise their authority I won't do that do I compromise certain things because I love them yes 
Will I compromise my authority as their mother in their life and as their spiritual guard? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And most of their friends call me mom anyway because they understand that there is a set foundation that I have that I do not compromise on things. And it creates a stability for them. So, um... I leave. I just wanted to. I wanted to share that with you. It is so important to understand what you're compromising in your life. Look at your schedule. Look at your time. How much are you spending on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Tumblr? Um, there's so many out there right now. Um, Tinder. How much time are you spending on that? So it's or whatever Christian dating sites there are. Um, that's a whole other subject. What are you compromising at night? Are you writing your goals down for the next day? Are you preparing for the next day? No, tomorrow is not promised, but if tomorrow, you know, you wake up, tomorrow comes and you're like, man, I got to get this done. You should have already had a plan. You should have had a plan. A fool does not plan his day. So what are we compromising? Instead, we're scrolling through TikToks and through scrolling through Instagram and Reels and we're scrolling through Facebook and we're scrolling and we're doing our Snapchats and we're doing our stories. And, you know, even I believe even if you have a business and you are part of a, and you use the social media to enhance your business, I still believe that scrolling through Facebook at night is not the best thing because you're letting everybody else's drama sit on you. So, um, same with TikToks, you, that drama is sitting on you, that funny is sit on you, you know? So, um, or even YouTube, YouTube has real like things now. It's crazy. Everybody's got a real. So what are you compromising? What are you allowing in your life that decreases your faith, decreases your love, decreases your joy? What is sucking you dry? that you have compromised to come into your life things that cause you to be off focus things that cause your mind to you're like I don't know what what I was doing what is sucking you dry because the word compromise is an open door it's an open door for distraction hey it's an open door for distraction so let's stand Let's say, I will compromise no longer. I will not compromise my love, my time. I will not compromise my heart for that person that thinks they love me. I will not compromise my body and give it to another man or woman because they say they love me until the covenant is made. I will not compromise anymore. And like I said, there are good compromises. But in this case... It's time to really seek God and seek after what he wants you to do and walk in that. Okay, intimate factor. In fact, I'm going to wrap it up. I love every single one of you, all that you have listened. Thank you for joining us. I am always overwhelmed and honored for all of those that listen. If you have any questions, you can email me at intimatefactor at gmail.com. Or you can reach out through Facebook or Instagram, and the handle is at Intimate Factor. Again, I love every single one of you. Thank you for joining. Until next time.